Chorus is just hey lover eight times. Hey lover. Uh good morning, everyone. Welcome to the morning show. Everything going smoothly? Smoothly. Okay. So you checking things. Maddie's here. I'm here. I have a book in front of me. I have coffee in front of me. And uh as unprofessional as it is, I am putting the cricket match on my second screen. Because England got embarrassed. Maddie, how do you feel about that? You have deep ties to England. First of all, terrible flag. You don't like the English flag? No. I don't even know. Third of like. all, isn't it like? Or second of it's all, it's got like that thing in the middle that like that M. No, it's just boring. White, red. Oh, dude, I don't know flags at all. That's England's flag. Second of all, I would have guessed. I don't even understand Vatican. why the UK and England, like. Well, England's in the UK. So yeah, England's not even a country, and yet... No, England's a country. Not on the... No, no, it's course. a... Um, it's a. Um, it's not a country. UK's yeah. the country, and right. England is the... Um, pro- what is it? It's... Um, I'll look it up. A nation. Well... What? Because England, Wales, UK, Northern Ireland make up... Um, England, Wales, Scotland, Northern Ireland make up the UK. Right. But I used to know this. I hate sounding dumb. I do Same. know this. I do know this. Um, this says England is a country that is part of the United Kingdom. Yeah. Because the United Kingdom is a kingdom. I think, yeah, there's sovereign countries inside the UK. So I was right, and you made me feel dumb. <laughs> and you hate England, and they're embarrassing themselves. Um, and my laptop's going to die. So, man, can you grab my backpack that's in the stream lounge room? Sorry. Man. That sucks that you did yeah, that to Yeah, he him. played himself. <laughs> yeah, he was in here getting behind-the-scenes vlog footage. But, uh, so, I am walking to the train this morning. And deciding what am I going to watch on the train? I've been watching a lot of TV because baby James was really sick this weekend. I stayed home sick with him and stay home. I was home sick with him, which led to watching a lot of sports and a lot of TV. And I'm in the middle of severance. And I started another Apple TV show, but I don't want to do both. So it was basically, am I going to watch severance or listen to the boy meets world podcast? Or I'll check to see if there's any cricket match out. And as I was walking to the train, I see that the England versus India ODI, which is one day invitational, uh, is like just about to start. And I said, that's cool. I'll watch this, but I probably won't finish it because I'll get to the office and like the ODIs can be like six hours long. They're like, they're like, um, Five hours, six hours long, basically, if they want to be. England, which usually one team bats for half of it, they batted out by the time before this show started, which is like in less than an hour and a half. Basically, if you don't know how cricket works, think of it as baseball, one inning, 
If the batter doesn't get out, he stays up. He hits until he's out. Once you get all the batters out, it would be nine in baseball, but it's ten in cricket, The that half of the game is over. It's a pretty simple concept to relate it when you and, – and obviously there's more nuance. They all got out. It was embarrassing. England, uh, India embarrassed them. And they were going for the record for, like, worst – the least amount of runs they've scored in uh, ODI in their history. But they beat him. But now England's going to beat them. So now I'm like, well, shit, I get, to, I can maybe finish the whole match. So it's on in the background. And But my laptop's nice. So now I'm going to reach down and plug this in, which will take my mouth away from the microphone, which means you you have to fill up the time. As oh, no problem with that. <laughs> so I had your tweet notifications on. And so I just saw you start tweeting about cricket. Hence why, if you recall, I said... Roy looked terrible today. I have no idea who that is. Mm-hmm. I think that you knew that. I knew that, yeah. Okay, I good. I saw you saw my tweet. Uh, well, if Roy looked terrible today. I think he got ducked, which means he got out before getting a single run. I don't know if it was his first ball he saw. I don't think it was. I think he used his sixth or fifth ball that he saw, which would be like the f- pitch. But he didn't get any runs. Jason Roy. But two days ago in the T20 match against India, it is the same thing. So, he's just having a bad go. They're actually getting to him pretty nicely, Maddie. So, they have a pitch called an in-swinger. The way we say run or break, uh, the way like a fastball, two-seam fastball runs, like arm side run, you would say in baseball, they say swing. So, swing and run are the same thing. Well, that ran in on his hands. But do they still swing the bat? No, I'm talking about the action of the ball. They oh, swing I know. The bat. Yeah, they still so swing they the bat. So they use two swings. Yeah, they, every word is used five times in cricket. It's very confusing. But uh, so they call what we would call a two-seam an in-swinger. So basically a righty throws it, it bounces, and then comes in on the batsman, a righty batsman. So they were they were setting him up with that. They threw like a bunch that were coming, were outside and then bounced and were coming into the wicket. He had to protect, he had to protect. And then they finally threw like kind of a straight ball that uh, like a four seam to the left and he overextended. And then he, he, cause he thought it was going to come in and he hit it in his own wicket. It was kind of cool. It was good bowling. Anyway, that I'll stop talking about cricket unless something exciting happens and I'll talk about it cause it's on. And uh, England's bad. So, that's a bummer. How was your whale watching? You watched the whales have sex? I did. How was it? How did you know? What do you mean, how did I know? I know everything. Okay, fine. Oh, Taylor probably told you. Yes, and we Uh, did a whole segment on beached whales. Okay. Uh, No, it was, I mean, if I'm being serious. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the sex still? Yes. Oh, it was loud. You watched whale? Did you go watch? Usually, when you whale watch, it's during mating season. Was it not? No, no, no. This is feeding season. They in the Cape. I was in the Cape. Yeah. They feed exclusively. I was told they don't do anything else. The whales exclusively feeding. They don't. What does no. that mean? What else could you have done? Poaching, riding. <laughs> no, no, no. The <laughs> the whales themselves only eat when they're in the Cape. They will swim down to, like, the Gulf of Mexico oh. to do mating, 
birthing, everything else. But oh, they okay. they eat, and then when they're down, it's in like the vacation. Gulf, yeah, but when they're down in the Gulf, they don't eat. Well, why would you eat? They're fucking right. You don't mix those. You never multitask. No, no. So, how was it? Did you it see, was what insane. kind of whales were you looking at? Humpback. I was told that there was a chance we would see three different types of whales, including a fin whale, which is the second largest of all the animals on the planet. Well, isn't blue whale the largest? Yeah. Isn't a blue whale's tongue the size of an elephant? Yeah, they said that. I know my whales. I know, I know you my, do. I know you do. I know my whale knowledge. Um, but we only saw humpbacks. But like Humpbacks are the ones that look like the side of a, a mountain, like crumbled and then became a whale in the ocean yeah yeah when they come up to the water their back literally like breaks in half yeah and it looks so like a see, rock formation yeah like god was like that rock is now 10 whales right so i mean they came up basically to the boat because there was a bunch of young ones that i guess don't know to not do that um but they were right up next to it like it, rubbing on the boat and stuff no they never made contact okay but did you get to feed a whale? No. Did you get attached to any of them? Yeah. Mm. There's the mom. Her name is Niall. And this is her. Who names them? Just the guy in the boat? Wait a minute. This like, is, could a this different is a tour point. guide have different names? No. no that's they, not true. Every tour guide from every company. Okay, every company, that's a different story. Yeah, so each company has their own yeah, name yeah. for the whales. <laughs> but this is this is this is my thing and I told this to Emily right when they started saying this stuff with the names. I said I don't really like it anymore. Yeah, because they know that they're going to be there. I thought that we would date random like we're whales. hunting whales. Yeah. But instead, they know Niles going to be around this latitude and longitude. The whales are kind of in on it. Right. I thought you know, I wanted the one that was vacationing from the Pacific. Yeah, you wanted strolling to like, you through. You wanted to scare them a little bit, but you want to sneak up on some whales. Um, but no, the, apparently this this mom Nile, she has birthed fifteen consecutive years. She comes up with a child. This is year fifteen, so we got to see Nile and the and her child. Uh, what that was normal? that face? Is that normal? How many how many kids do whales have? Are they overburdening Niles just for the tour? No, they don't control Nile. I don't know. Well. Can I tell you a story about a whale? Yeah. It's not really about a whale. It's about a blowhole, which whales have. There's a blowhole in uh, Kiami. Is that how you say it? Australia? A blowhole. You know what a blowhole is? You never seen Fool's Gold, Matthew McConaughey movie? I've only seen blowholes on animals. Well, think about the side of uh, the rocks in the ocean and an animal's back. Wait, you never seen, you don't know what a blowhole is? So, like, it's uh, the side, like, of the earth. If there's a opening then the waves will crash like under the cave of the rock and then up. I see images now. Like here, this is the, uh, this is the Kiami blowhole right. in Australia. Not a lot of blowing. Well, wait, wait, wait. It can get pretty big. 
I need a wide shot. I don't want. I don't need this guy to talk about it. All right. Anyway, so this bull in Australia when I was a yeah. little kid, you know, some things when you're little they just stick with you. Yeah. This sticks with me so much. I think about it all the time. There was these drunk kids. I maybe they were like 16, 17 years old. Like they, or maybe they were twenty. I don't know. They were they were young kids in Australia, and there's a roped off section. You're like you're not supposed to go. You fall on that thing, you're dead. You're not supposed right. to go by the ball hole because you get trapped under there. Unless it's fool's uh, gold and you're Matthew McConaughey. Spoilers. So it's the K I. AMA blowhole. If anyone wants to look at it, I'm at the Google Maps now because I'm remembering it from my brain. This these kids went around the barrier and they were on the rock formation and they were been drinking and everyone else was kind of like, "Hey, stop." And this one walked up to the edge, like the uh, edge no. of the blowhole. Scary. Everyone was like, and then he looked over uh, like down and as a wave came, the pressure of it ripped his arm out of his socket. Oh my God. Not like off his body. Cause we're not in a cartoon, but out of his socket. And then he was like, Oh, my fucking arm. Ah, ah. And he's just crying his eyes out. And everyone was like, yeah, dude. Like no one had any sympathy for him. And then his buddies had to like help him like, yeah. walk and go to their car. And he like cried his way home. And my parents great, like used it as like a great lesson. And like, he's lucky he didn't die. And that's how that's, Peter Moylan became a side armor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, and then, right after that happened, the whole crowd was like, "Oh my god, so scary!" That that kid. And then a bunch of free willy style whales, killer whales. Is that what they're officially called? What did you call them? Free willy style. Yeah. Orcas. Yeah, orcas swam around the whole peninsula here, a pot of them. So quickly, everyone was like, oh, don't give a fuck about that kid anymore. Oh, unrelated. Let's look at the whales. Hmm. Yeah, the whales kind of stole his shine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at first, I thought you were going, they sensed somebody was in trouble and they were coming in. No, they would have like eaten him probably. Um, fun fact, don't believe any orcas have ever hurt any human in the wild. In the wild? Yes. So only in captivity? Yes. Okay. That's fair. Because there's videos where, like, somebody's swimming. Orca's just underneath. Oh, the kayakers up in Seattle. Uh, yeah, a lot of spots. Mostly up in Seattle. Mm -hmm. Washington. I, I hear that if There's you, that harbor full you, of orcas. If you see an orca and it goes on its side, it's being friendly to you. So you don't have to worry about it. Okay. Just in case you ever get into a situation. No, I don't want to. I don't really, like, do that. I'm not, I'm not interested in adventure. That's fine. <laughs> what, a, what a loser thing to say. Look at my shoes. Does it look like a guy that wants to adventure? No. You look like you're the guy that goes once a year on the family hike. It's not really a hike. It's kind of just straight walking in those shoes. Yes, that would be a good call. But these shoes are actually, I slip like at Penn Station. See, there's no, mm. there's no grip. Same. I wore them down. I think I wore them down in the warehouse. So when I have to run to my train in Penn Station, I slip yeah. and it's dangerous. I tried to wear Vans and I said, Katie, do, do I look cool in these? Like, I don't think I can pull these off. And I have, and like, I have these socks. And she said, not with those socks. Mm. 
but I don't want to. No show sock. Yeah, no show socks means they just fall. Yeah. Past my ankle, and then I'm in discomfort all day. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Want to take a call? Sure. Let's take a call because I also have my book, Roger Granite. I haven't gotten to him in a while, mm-hmm. but I remember really enjoying this book. So who's gonna, who are we going to chat with? Oh, I invited Evan. Evan. Evan P? Evan Hutchins. Evan Hutchins. He's in. That is Evan Phillips having a good year. What's up, Jimmy? What's up, Evan? How you doing? Doing good, man. Good morning. Good morning to you as well. I feel like anytime someone joins the call, they, they got to start off with morning. Morning, yeah. With uh, I wish I didn't have like my Dunkin' Cup. I wish I had a mug still. Mm. Yeah, man. What's uh, what's going on? What's what's new uh, over at John Boy Media? Any mm. any secrets for the, the morning crew? Secrets. We're going to the All-Star game. Uh, okay. Well, actually, we're not going to the All-Star game. We're going to L.A. For All-Star Week. I just saw the house that we're staying in. Did you see it yet? No. It's badass. Are you me or Maddie? <laughs> uh, Maddie, sorry. It is uh, it's a badass, nice house. It's a lot of the content crew is going, and then, like, Maddie and Zach on as, like, editors, producers. We're going to the Home Run Derby, and we... Uh, have then Boomtown Brewery. Uh, we're doing like a VIP, like little meet and greet, hangout, and then open to the public to just come and and fuck around with us. We are doing some like fancy schmancy party for like advertisers and players and executives and like the business side. Which mm-hmm. I got to pack pants now to LA. Stupid. Any uh, any major <laughs> celebrities you're going to be hanging out with? Are you going to catch up with Rob Lowe while you're out there? Oh, I don't know. We might see Rob. Um, Bill Hader, uh, I got to message him because he called when he we were talking the other day. He was like, let's meet. But he originally was uh, writing season four of Barry. So he was like in his writing cave and not doing anything. But now he's not. He's trying to go to the game. I think he said well, I don't know. I don't want to relay my conversations, but uh, him and another comedian were trying to go to the All Star Game. But yeah, it'd be cool if like he comes and hangs out because me and Bill Hader text more than like anyone else I text. That's not family. That's like such a surreal thing for you to say. <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. I mean, he asks a lot of questions about baseball. Like whenever something happens, he just wants to like chat. And then uh, that's awesome. So cool. When Barry was on, I would just like you know return favor and tell him how good uh, Barry was, and he likes the breakdowns and shit. So haven't seen Barry. I, I hear it's a good show. You ever see um, documentary now with him and Fred Armisen? I've seen uh, cer- certain ones. That was when we started like chatting. We talked a lot about documentaries because he was watching. He was like gonna make like a base like a spoof of the old baseball documentaries. Like I don't, have you ever seen the Ferguson the Fergie Jenkins documentary? Like. It's from like Canada's version of PBS. They followed him for the whole season of the Cubs. It's you can watch it. It's publicly out there, and they're like mic'd up in the dugout in the seventies. It's um, it's a really f- fun watch if you just like like that like inside access, especially back in the seventies. But yeah, no, I, yeah. I'll have to check it out. 
other secrets. And I also um, I heard you say. Uh, oh, go ahead. Tell, yeah, tell King, me all it's the called King of the Hill. It's on YouTube. Yeah. It's called King of the Hill. It's an hour long. It's um, I would watch that if you'd okay. like like old school, just like it's like a gem because they're all mic'd up. Uh, other secrets. I was trying to think Dude, of some. We're making content for another RSN. Do you know uh, Regional Sports Network? Not Yes Network. Um, we're working on putting toe on the slab on Yes Network and finding out the date for our next watch in Yanks in August. Oh, we're trying to work on um, playoff watch parties. Like, we're going to do the live streams for the Yankees games and stuff, but we want to try and do one at a bar with, like, people that can come and watch with us or at uh, Billy's. Actually, this is a kind of secret that I usually wouldn't share, but it's morning, so I will because it might not happen. But I, I, what I really want to do, the owner of, of Billy's, the bar slash, like, club by Yankee Stadium, it's a big-ass place, and I want to I wanna play Blitzball in there like a two on two game and, and then do like a watch party or pregame show and then have like just an exclusive, like if the game's at seven, Billy's probably gets really active at three thirty four. Like maybe it's like one o'clock, like come watch us play blitzball, hang out with us and then watch the game. Like it's a long ass day. I have no idea if that's plausible, the logistics behind it, but I think that'd be awesome. It'd be the first time like people could like, come watch us fuck around and play. And it'd be cool if we can get some of the yes crew to like take at bats and shit. Yeah. That sounds amazing. That'd be awesome. Here's, I have a question for you. So I know you're doing this stuff with yes network and I think the relationship there is seems obvious because you're a huge Yankee fan and you kind of built the company off of the Yankees. Um, any plans with, major league baseball, not so much like yes network, but like maybe like MLB TV. Probably not because I don't think they could offer um, free creative and editorial control. Like we, mm. we've chatted with MLB a bunch, sat in a lot of meetings. They've come to our place. We've gone to their place, a lot of conversations, a lot of thoughts of what it can be, what it can't be. They kind of don't know what we want and, and think we want certain things. And then we're like, nah. Um, but I wouldn't say no, like it, it could happen. I, I would be much more reluctant and really need to be convinced that we would have editorial control. Yeah. Which, I, which know, I don't think I'll, they can do. They're owned by baseball. I know. And I don't know if you ever watch, like, I mean, I'm sure you obviously watch MLB network, but some, I'll, I'll throw it on in the morning and just kind of like catch up on baseball. But <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I drive myself crazy watching the show because they'll talk about like their favorite songs for like 10 minutes before they actually start talking about baseball. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> like what I feel show? Like, yes. Network will just get right into the meat and potatoes of baseball, but MLB network sometimes like MLB today with like Roflo or whoever. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. It's tough to not not do that stuff because you want to like catch up on Mike and and you think the audience wants to hear you catch up and Jake you, Jake and I used to fall into that a lot, and uh, that's why like we put a strict like get into the actual topic in five minutes or banter about the topic for five minutes but you can't just be like catching up on your weekends because 
that's like our number one rule on the wall is five minutes. It's either like five minutes of content or, or you better get to the subject in five minutes and get your hellos over with. It's kind of when we started John Boy and Jake Radio, it was like, we need an avenue to just fucking banter because Talking Yanks has to stay Talking Yanks. That was part of it. it. It is hard to like completely eliminate that. The hardest thing to do when you're doing content is to short form because everyone's like, I could ramble for hours. And it's like, yeah, but that's not good. Like keeping things tight and uh, and timely and on topic is better, but I understand falling into that trap. That's why like this show is just ramblings. There's not even anything. So that we've created shows where we can ramble. So the other shows we can stay tight on. No, I definitely got my uh, my dose of um, of whale talk today for sure. Yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> I knew that was on the agenda. Maddie didn't. I surprised him. I'm still unfulfilled. <laughs> yeah, you want more whale talk? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maddie was blown away by my whale knowledge. I was blown away with it. I mean, I felt like Maddie would have like a whale anecdote and your response was basically like, yeah, I know that. <laughs> well, I mean, not to be a one-upper, but I'm just a kind of a whale guy. I probably know three whale facts and I dumped all of them in that conversation. <laughs> That's why I'm unfulfilled. <laughs> yeah. I want this conversation to continue. <laughs> yeah. I'm out at this point. Uh, Yeah. I don't know if there's anything anything else going on. We we are sending out invites for the uh, mini golf invitational that takes place really soon. Hopefully, we can get some people to come. Um, I don't know. I don't, we're like trying to lean on CAA because they invested in us to like, hey, send us some celebrities or athletes to come play. I know we got it sponsored and we reached out to a contractor to build the course, and it's like in three weeks we film it. So. Uh, we got to get going on that. And then and then right after that, we're filming Blitzball Battle 2 in early August. It's not going to come out till after the World Series ends, but it's the only time Rose is available in August and mm-hmm. and we need to keep our September and October completely free of that shit. So that's going to get sat on for a while, but we're we have a lot of the same teams coming back from Blitzball Battle. I think people are really going to like it cuz it's going to be up the production value from the first Blitzball Battle, a return of the team. So we're kind of doing like a Re, like basically I grew up loving baseball and loving uh, like the real world, real world road road rules. I hate the name because my speech impediment challenge, the challenge MTV is the challenge. I don't even know what that is. You don't know what the challenge is. Mm-mm. God damn it. man! I, I mean, I don't know how old Maddie is, but like I'm familiar with the challenge. I never watched the challenge. Wasn't really like an MTV kid. You guys stink. Well, basically, the challenge is like it was. It was actually started before Survivor, but the difference is they were they always had like the same like cast. Like say there was a pool of forty people, probably there would be ten that were on every season. But then there was always like they would mix and match and all that, and then feed new people in. And that's kind of what we're building with Blitzball and with Floorball. Like Forgotten Rotten has a team in the Floorball tournament and they're going to be back for Blitzball 2. Uh, Baggage has a team in the Floorball tournament and going to be back for Blitzball 2. We Got Ice will be back for Blitzball 2. McFlurry Power will be back for Blitzball 2. Shea Station. And then, like, we have some new teams coming. So I think the people that like that are going to really enjoy the return to those teams. And so that's being filmed in August. So we're narrowing down that stuff because it's, you know, as soon as we get back from the All-Star break, that comes. And then it's like All-Star break leads into crazy-ass trade season. So we have to be like on call for talking baseball and talking Yanks and then mini golf. And we're doing a putting league too. 
since we're building this mini golf course, it's only going to be set up for like four days in the warehouse because we have to tear it down before Blitzball Battle in the next weekend. So we were trying to figure out how can we get the most out of this. Have I shared this already on here? I don't. I never know. We're trying to. How can we get the most out of this? So basically, if you if you follow the warehouse games, you think about Blitzball Battle and then the one inning league. We have like mm-hmm. the mini golf invitational with celebrities and four rounds and all that. It's like a little league world series format. And then we're making the putting league, which I don't know what we're calling it yet. I really like TPL now, just the putting league TPL uh, WPL warehouse putting league was another one or JMPL. I really just like the ending putting league because it sounds stupid, but we're doing that. I think there's gonna be six teams, a full season and playoffs. You have a bingo spinner. And say it's me versus you, Maddie. Like, I choose a ball out of the bingo and you choose one. And those are the two holes we play for that week's matchup. Mm-hmm. Fun format. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I feel like at this rate, dude, I mean, you know, <laughs> you have a warehouse. I feel like on the horizon is just like the John Boy Media sports complex with, you know, all of your uh, current and future games all housed on one uh, plot of land somewhere. That would be really cool. And then have our like offices and podcasts there as well. I mean, basically like fantasy factory shit, but it needs to be way more successful. Like we're still in the investing in it and building in it because it has the highest like potential ceiling of anything we're doing. So we still need to like crack into. So like for floorball, I think we have eight people playing that have their own audience in the hockey space. And hopefully that we like get some of those people to, tune in and then stick around on the warehouse games channel for like the other shit. So that's the thought process, but yeah, yeah, that would be like, that is what everyone has in their head is the high end thing is like a huge warehouse with a floor ball uh, sitting floor ball thing. And then the other half is blitz ball that we can turn into like the cricket game or whatever the fuck we want to play and then rent it out for like people to come play against us, host leagues. Um, yeah, exactly. And I mean, I feel like, you know, the, you've already had, you know, professional athletes like play these games with you. And then as you know, if you can branch out to other sports, then it's like, well, in the off season of that sport, you bring on like whatever baseball player or whatever hockey player or whatever cricket player, you know, and then you just take it up from there. Yeah, exactly. Well, well, one thing we want to do that we're putting into the plans now is, uh, taking it on the road in December and finding a hangar or a warehouse in LA, uh, renting it out for like a month, building a blitzball field, setting up our broadcast booth, like decorating like our warehouse, and then hosting a tournament with like, you know, four of our teams. Like we got ice, baggage, forgotten run. But then there's been major league players that said they would play and have them play and maybe have um, tickets for people that would want to come and spend the whole day and watch it all with us. But. Probably a decently priced ticket because I would need people that actually want to be there and like keep the secret and want to like enjoy it. Like I wouldn't want people to come if it's two, if it's like 20 bucks, I think you're just going to have people not keep the secret because because everyone signs an NDA on these tournaments. Like don't spoil the ending. It's, it's only like time I get more serious than anything. Like, please don't like, it would be fucking awful if you spoiled the ending of this. So that's a big thought as well. Big plan. So there you go. There's all the the secrets. Awesome. All right. I can't wait to tell everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, I I, re- I rarely share stuff like that because I just want it to be – I don't want it to uh, not come true. And then it's like, what the hell? But 
whatever. I'm excited about it. Cool, man. I'm excited for you. I mean, you know, this is this is the second time I, I've talked to you on morning. Um, I think the first time I talked was like the first amp amp morning. Um, but uh, yeah, man, been around since 2017, and it's only it. yeah. going up. Yep, yep. You're you're a name that uh, always pops up, and I'm like, yep, he's been he's been here forever. So it's cool. Yeah, I mean, when we did the floorball tournament, and that comes out the 25th. Uh, we have the ping pong going on right now that Maddie edited, and those are really quick, fun games. And then floorball comes out, and uh, one of the guys that was on the Wormburners team, he was like, "So how did this start?" And I was like, "Oh, it was a hobby, just covering the Yankees, and we did a Yankees podcast." And he was like, "How did it become this?" And I was like, I, yeah. "I'll fucking know, man. <laughs> like, I don't know, because <laughs> that was the first time we really did something like that, like." The floorball shit was was cool. Like, uh, like, uh, I don't know how to, I don't know how to put it into words because it's like it was like some some sappy emotion came out of me where I was like, how did we create this? Like, how do we? Well, dude, honestly, like, I mean, I think part of the reason why like you have such a faithful following is because you and Jake and like everyone there at JM is just like it's just a fan that gets to do and you know uh you know do cool shit that like other fans really really gravitate to yeah you know and you just wait to build it and capitalize on it and it's awesome yeah like, that's you, what you capitalize on it in the best way yeah so we say the tone always has to be like we're just like uh like a reunion fucking around doing a tournament in the warehouse like we give prize money sure but i would i would never i'm never really going to up the prize money because i'd never want it to be uh, to the point of animosity comes into play or anger. Uh, yeah, definitely. And, then, and, I, and, and I feel like, you know, back, back to the point I was saying before about like MLB network, like that banter is like dumb and pointless and contrived. I feel like, but like your banter with Jake or Joe's or whoever is like fun and like cool. And I like, yeah, they probably have on their sheet, like 10 minutes of banter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I read a review of, uh, talking Yanks the other day and I said the award section is very contrived and I'm like, yes, <laughs> the most contrived <laughs> thing we do is just like, Hey, I want to talk about this, but let's use a dumb award first. Uh, well, what I was saying was the vibe, the vibe is very much supposed to be like, you're just with your buddies hanging out, having fun, which what it is, it feels like that when we're there, uh, and then down the road, if it gets more successful, we want to actually like be able to offer that. Like we have the crew, we have the cameras. Like if you want to come with your, if we want to host a tournament, just open tournament, like en like entry fee to pay for it. And then you and your four buddies are now in this very like it official feeling tournament. Like I, I went to hockey tournaments when I was a kid. And when you do four days at the warehouse with like the bracket and everyone's showing up every day and like, so if they win, they play them. But if we win and then you're like, all right, if we play them, it's like, it fucking feels like youth sports again. And it'd be cool. Like we wouldn't probably post it as content, but we could like say like, Hey, we're going to run tournament. If you and your buddies want to play They're like entry fee and we'll have play by play and, and we'll give you the games at the end or, or something. But that's so far down the road. We have to hit so many more benchmarks of success before we can do that. But I would love to get to the point where we are offering the experience up to people that want to do it on their own. It, it probably like lives on a different channel than like the official warehouse games, like jewel events, but we just have like 
invitationals. Because I think it to be able to offer it to other people and then and then find like characters and stars and shit is going to be that's going to be really really fun but i mean we're probably talking like five years out minimum hey i mean who knows it, it could be it could be less than that honestly your your trajectory is exponential so it's uh you know keep at it you're doing great cool well thanks man appreciate it as always hope you have a good uh week and rest of your day yeah man you too all right see ya see ya so maddie when england was batting in this cricket match right they got 110 111 runs and got bowled out so you get you get 50 what's 50 times six 300 you get 300 pitches we would say they only saw what's 20 times six um 120 they only saw around like 130 they need like they they all their batters got out before they reached the limit of pitches mm. india currently have scored 56 runs which is more than half that they need mm. and have yet to record an out this is oh man like a drubbing <laughs> yeah pretty Jeez. pretty bad <laughs> pretty bad all right uh want to give me a page number and we'll do a, a little book, a little uh, poem from this uh, Roger Granite book. Sure. What is the max? It's a short book. Mm-hmm. The max is 71. Okay. In that case, I'll go with one. Ooh, I wonder if we've done that. The very first one before. Do, 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 do. It's called Overtime. Is that? Well, actually, it's page three. So page one has no poem on it. So do you want to do page three? Yeah called Overtime. This is by Roger Granite, who I think is like a therapist or psychologist from New Jersey and not like a writer. But I remember loving this book because it's basically like he's just like a Jersey wholesome dad. Mm. Overtime. When I stay up late enough, it feels as though the night has a temper too. It can't be me alone who seems so cranky. Working overtime, I blink back at sleepy stars that pretend to be happy, any anger hidden deep behind their distant heat. The clouds and wind, weathered with, fati- weathered with fatigue, behave like tired friends drinking too much coffee. And dawn, labile, label, irritable, snaps at the breaking day as nature knows no heart if we labor past a certain point. Um, what does L-A-B-I-L-E mean? Do you know how to say that or what that is? I would say it labile, but I don't know. Oh, labile. Easily altered. Person whose blood pressure is more labile will carry an enhanced risk of heart attack. Easily broken down or displaced. Okay. So someone at like their wits end. Labile. So he's just up late. In cranky mood, looking at the sky and being like, that shit's cranky too. Mm-hmm. We're all cranky. Mm-hmm. It's late. I'm going to go to sleep. There you go. That was Roger Granite. Not my favorite. I think you chose a terrible page. Uh, it wasn't the page I chose. That's why. Yeah, that's why. That's why. I found out I, I another word. I 
I like understood the context of it completely when I was reading the what the article I was reading. Mm-hmm. Listless. But I was like, what's the actual definition of listless? Yeah, I mean, I would say like uh, like it was like like it was, it was a listless effort. That was the way it went. Yeah, I, I mean, I would personally define that as oh no, it was an no article goal. about the, it was an article about the angels, and they were like they were listless through the first six innings. Yeah, I would say like whatever the opposite of goal oriented is, that's listless. Yeah, it, I think the the actual definition was just like lacking like energy or. Um, motivation, yeah, mm-hmm. lacking energy or enthusiasm. It's always weird when you, you're like, I know what they're trying to say there. Yeah, like, but what does that word actually mean? If I want to use it, I don't want to be wrong. So if you hear me saying labile and listless, <laughs> which someone can be both at the same time. Agree. Listless, labile, Luke. Loser. Loser. Yeah, we're all learning new words. For sure. Wow. England stinks. They're so bad, man. I had a call with a, a journalist who wanted to write an article on cricket coming to the U.S. or, or just me, my fandom. He was a good guy. I think he was in Germany, but he was English. Mm-hmm. And like halfway through, I was like, why is England so bad? <laughs> uh like there's all these theories that like just the development of England, like they have like uh, in the last 15 years, they haven't developed any like stud batsmen. They kind of have Joss Butler now, but for test cricketer long form. And then I just found myself in this web reading like how the youth academies all like changed their style and like fucked up the development of, mm. of like not interesting. Yeah. So the I had a doctor's appointment yesterday, and I was wearing a. Are you okay? Yes. Okay. As far as you need to know. <laughs> no, just kidding. I'm fine. Uh, I was wearing a Landon Donovan shirt, and the guy said, "Doctor said, uh, U.S. is gonna be better in this World Cup than they have before." And I said, "They didn't make the last one, so probably yeah." But it's the same thing. It's just like the the youth was the youth academies were bad for a while, but hopefully they've turned it around now, and we get to see half decent World Cup performance. You think they're gonna be good? No. Do you remember the breakdown I did on Finnish baseball? Every now and then it goes viral. I've seen it, but there's a river in right field. Oh yeah. And the, like the ball's live. Uh huh. So a highlight happened yesterday. In that same river, and the, I'm gonna retreat this right now. And the right fielder, like, f- fully dives into the river right. and like drops ten feet into the water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> oh my god, this is amazing. Like full dive into the river. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do a. I don't even know what the caption is. You know, like I think that went viral recently because George Conway retweeted it, and he was like, "I hadn't seen this one." Right. Oh, um, 
Oh my goodness. Yeah, you're seeing it now? Like, sorry yeah. that I went speechless for a little bit, but it's fucking amazing. Yeah, I mean, when the first angle, you expect that to be about a two-foot drop, and it is not. No. Um, I got to find the original. Oh, my God. Oh. I typed in my, like, I searched finish baseball. Mm Mm-hmm. And then all these videos came up with the word finish. And I was like, shit, how many breakdowns have I done of, of Finland? But it's just finish. Like an exciting finish. Uh-huh. Is that not how you spell it? Uh, it's two N's. Two N's. That would make a lot more sense. That might make the search better. Finnish baseball player shoots the river for a home run. Mm-hmm. But in the video that I did, he kind of just went in the water. And, like, got the ball and threw it back. This guy full-out dives. You have the world record for the most-watched finished baseball video on YouTube. I do? Yeah. Great. I'm helping out the sport. I'm helping out the sport. You know how many breakdowns there are that I don't fucking remember at all? Probably 78. Second place skier tackles first place after crossing the finish line, a breakdown. I don't remember that at all. Like, at all. It's got 1.3 million views on YouTube. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that is. I have, when was that? A year ago? I have zero recollection of making that breakdown. That's wild. Intense finish at the Tornado. Tornado? Is that supposed to say Toronto? Foosball World Championship. <laughs> Foosball breakdown. I remember this. This is when um, I was supposed to go on vacation, but Katie and I had no money at all, so we did a staycation. Right. And we watched Jake's dog, Noodle, and then it, staycation just turned into me making like so many breakdowns about nothing. Like I did like food breakdowns and foosball breakdowns. Cause it was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do on a staycation? Right. Sit at home and not do my hobby. How many views do you think the foosball one has? 1.1 1. No. 1 million. Foosball does. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I, how did, how did how are you looking at them in your like finder on Twitter? Oh, okay. What about what about this one? Watford scores in the final seconds to escape elimination and a crazy finish. Hashtag soccer company. And then on the bottom of the video, it I put hashtag soccer company on the actual video, <laughs> and then I put an asterisk that says I know nothing about football on yes. the video the whole time. I do see this. How many views does that one have? 318K. Okay, that adds up. That's a decent thumbnail. I think Katie made that thumbnail. It is a good one. I think Katie made that one. Give me one more. All right. I mean, I just I just searched the word finish, and these are all breakdowns. Dramatic finish to SU versus ASU game, a breakdown. Now, this did horrible on Twitter. Horrible. 
Like maybe the worst numbers I've ever seen a breakdown do on Twitter. It's not great. 156. That's awful. Yeah. For I mean not awful, whatever. It's still nice, but it's pretty bad. It brings down the average uh, of a breakdown. What a horrible headline. Like a horrible dramatic finish between to the SU and ASU game. Like that's nothing. Yeah. This is this is one where like title and thumbnail could could use well, I think we're trying update. to have someone go back and like change all those. Mm-hmm. We should, right? I was tasked with the uh, stats that exist aspect of that. Did we do that? I have not yet. Um, because Jolly did that on his yeah his videos, right? And I think. Uh, like he revamped a bunch of old ones. They started getting like a ton of views again. Yeah. And I didn't care about the title or the thumbnail at all on breakdowns. Yeah. So there's probably some that are good that just fell through the cracks because they're just not catchy. Right. I think if you go to the channel, like all of those ones, I probably put into the playlist fun sport Friday, like anything that's not a, a top four sport. Or, like, a sport, right? you know, I put into Fun Sport Friday folder. So I wonder how many more there are. BattleBots, that was fun. I would still do those if they allowed me, but they mm-hmm. don't. Right. How many views does the 2021 Pickleball Championship game have? Because that's, ba- that's a bad, like, it's funny, but it's 320. Bad thumbnail. Not even like an exciting thing. Oh, really? Pickle. What? Is this good radio? I don't think it is. Maybe some of you <laughs> like behind the scenes stuff? Maybe. How about this disc golf one? This one was a really good video. I hope this has a lot. All right, 610. James Conrad. Yeah. Man tosses Bobcat. Remember that one? Oh, that's a great. That's all time. <laughs> 1.9 million. Beat my wife. Yeah. Lardy says. Yeah, something like that. Swisher gets diced up in Blitzball. Oh, this is our first time working with Blitzball. One million. Shit, that's cool. Czech Republic beats Croatia on penalties. A breakdown. What the fuck is that? Like indoor soccer? And what is this? What do I do? My dogs. Dogs play in the backyard. It was Noodle and... Yeah. Okay, 180. Good. 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 Let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> Wait, that was the second one. The first dog one, which is just Wheaton Terrier versus Golden Doodle, 175. Good, good, good. Yeah. Good, good. Tetris. Is Arm that- wrestling. Beverage cart goes rogue at airport. <laughs> 184. Tetris. Okay. Tetris one is 580. Damn. Bukashi. People like Bukashi. Does that one have views? Like, like you know what? The Fun Sport Fridays are more evergreen. Like, those would yeah. be... I would go attack those with, like, actual thumbnails and right. titles. You want to do another call? And then we can yeah. get out of here? India still hasn't... Um, they're at 70 runs and still zero out. So the first two batsmen have been hitting this entire time. 45 runs and 20 runs apiece. England, 
blowing it. I invited uh, Newsom, Newsom Sports Atlanta. They were first person to join a while back. Morning, y'all. Good morning. Is it New Newsom Sports? Yeah, so my last name is Newsom. I'm a big Atlanta sports fan, so that's my Twitter handle. I'm actually a, I'm a Patreon member of you guys. My whole family loves your guys' content. Hell yeah. Well, thank you very much for that, man. appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, so I am a Braves usher, or a partial Braves usher. Um, and I was at the game last night. I'm wondering, since the Yankees weren't on, if you guys caught a lot of that game from uh, the night before. No, I went to bed. Uh, I think I got into bed at uh, 8.30 last night because I, I didn't sleep the night before. And I haven't uh, looked into anything that happened. What Did, well, did Cano? Um, I saw, well, actually, I saw Cano didn't turn. He was a double play, which was, which led to yeah, a Mets run. Uh, so going into the eighth inning, the Mets are up two to one. And that was really the difference is, you know, Dansby and Cano have never turned a double play before. I'm sure they, you know, they turned a couple in uh, the warmups, but it was a play that was bang, bang, Yorme beat it out by, I don't know, half a step. They went to replay. You could tell he beat it. Uh, so they called it safe. Of course, the whole stadium booed. New York rigged it, everything along those lines. But that was, so the Mets were up two nothing, you know, through six innings. The, the wind was blowing in especially towards left field. So there was a ball that Dansby looked like he hit 415 feet that was out at the warning track. But, of course, Young Thick hit a homer. It was 2-1 uh, going to the eighth inning. But this is where it doesn't make sense to me. Snicker brought in Darren O'Day to see three lefties. Well, there was a righty in the mix, but three out of four batters coming up were lefties. So Guillaume, out of all people, took a deep. Both of Guillaume's homers this year have been off Darren O'Day, and that was pretty much it. They tacked on another in the ninth. And the Mets won four to one. Cano Both of his homers of have five. been off Guillerme, or Guillerme's two homers have been off O'Day. Correct, because it's righty lefty. He was able to take him oppo. Well, I guess it wasn't oppo because he was a lefty, but he took him to the chop house. Huh. It's crazy. I, I I just don't understand that call. I think I mean not that the the Mets didn't come out and play a better game last night. I just don't understand why you put in Darren O'Day in that situation against three lefties coming up. Just, I mean, you had him on the eighties. Maybe you just so you were kind uh, of the only thing you think is I don't know what what the bullpen like availability was, but maybe you just want to test him. I mean, Jeremy's on a power hitter, so if you just want to like see what's going on there. True. Who was the righty I mean, that's the weird thing. in the mix? Uh, the righty was JD, but then there was Janikowski, and, and Nimmo was not far behind in the lineup from turning over, so. Well, it looks like the day just, before everyone pitched. That is true because they played 12 innings. But still, uh, Matzik looks like he should have been available. Yeah, he was. And I think McHugh might have been because he pitched only an inning the day before, didn't pitch the day before that. Um, but at the same time, that's another righty. Um, I mean, think of we get Kenley Jansen back tonight, which is huge. Um, I think a lot of the issue was just Max Freed didn't look great. It was his first time not looking good since like April. And sure as hell, tip my cap to him. It was his first time just like shoving it versus us in a long time. We've kind of had his number since his DC days. Yeah, you guys got 14 games left against each other. So oh, yeah. it's going to be a slog. But yeah, it's a weird oh, yeah. move bringing in O'Day. I guess. I don't know. I don't really know how they use him. Um, Guillerme yeah. isn't a power hitter and hits righties way better. And, like, if you're a lefty facing O'Day, it has to feel like you can see the ball for so long. Oh, yeah. 
it's like right in your right in your chest area yeah especially his fastball yeah it's about where peter moylan threw which i've i know him from uh working at truce park as well so was he nice to you Oh yeah, great guy. I said, hey, I love the content you do with John Boyle, and I think this is the time that you. This is right after you guys got back from Arizona, so I was talking to him about the, the video you made with him at the pool. Forget the name of the series, but it was the Island Ball. The Island Ball, yeah. And he's like, oh, did you like it? I'm like, I thought it was hilarious. Um, how he got it to where you had to have a perfect perfect score to come back and win. He's like, oh yeah, that was a one of the more interesting things we recorded out there. So yeah, yeah, he's a nice guy. Well. Moylan's the best. Maybe my favorite part about these trips is just hanging out with Moylan because he doesn't want to go out. <laughs> like, yeah. like some guys, I think when we were in Arizona, like there was a crew that went out to the bars at night in the clubs and me and Moylan and like, did you stay home or did you go out? I went out. You went out? Uh, I don't ever want to go out. So neither is Moylan. So we just stayed home, had some gummies and played video games and like sat around and played <laughs> ping pong. And then last All-Star well, game... I'm a- me and Moreland played ping pong on the island table like the entire time. That's awesome. With not ping pong paddles. We started with spatulas, but Spatula. then we got ping pong paddles, but we were still playing on the kitchen island with books. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm excited. Oh! I love, I love the nights that uh, the Braves have the broadcast crew with. Uh, we have Jeff Rancor as our main color analyst, but there's nights where he's not there. And of course, Tom Glavin's not doing it this season to help his son out with college, I believe in Florida. So there's nights that they'll put Peter Moylan as the pitching analyst and Brian Jordan. I'm sure you're aware of him. He played NFL and MLB and the, uh, the, the hitting analyst role. And they just go back and forth with each other all night. Oh, by the way, you were zero and seven versus me. Ah, hmm. uh, yeah, but I almost took, it's just constant entertainment. You hear yeah, yeah. And you hear Australian piping the whole night. So I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Moylan's the best. Cool. All right. Hey, we got to wrap yeah. up the show. If you see Moylan at the stadium or anyone else, tell him we say hi and pants him on us. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> cool, man. Uh, all right. Uh, I think that's the end of the, the show, uh, I believe. I th- Did they not overturn that, Maddie? So England almost got their first out. Yeah. And... Uh, I think did the graphics say it would have went above the wicket, so it's not yeah. out. It was, it was really close. So not, yeah. Original decision was not out. They're reviewing it. No one gives a fuck about this, Jimmy. But like, they're the graphic says it would have hit the bells. But then they're, are they still reviewing this? Hmm. I think they're ruling that. It was not out. That sucks. They thought they were going to get their first out. Yeah. Tough day to be English. Am I right? Every day. No. I'm not like Maddie. I don't hate the English. If we get them correct in GeoGuessr today, I'll stop hating them. Yeah, big GeoGuessr. Did you see the comments on the GeoGuessr yesterday? Wait a minute. We have to discuss one of them. One said, isn't this basically playing 30? Can we get it in 30 minutes? So no. they, didn't, they didn't watch it. Well, they saying because we played two and one. And so for total, we were playing 30 minutes of GeoGuessr. But sure, that's but like, we stopped and started. Yeah. No, that's like saying, you know what? Rather than a three-game series, let's just play 27 innings and see who wins. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we stopped and started. Like, we lost. Let's play again. 
Well, how oh, else yeah. would they want us to do it? I'll ask him. Um, what what comments were you referring to? So many people were like responding on why. Oh yeah, we lost oh. the crowd. Yeah, or like don't stop. Like even if you lost the crowd. For anyone that doesn't watch the GeoGuessr series, we do sailor send-offs, which are awesome, and the whole office claps for us as we go into the room to go on our voyage and win. And we told the office, like, hey, guys, don't clap for us this time. Like, act like you're not into us anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've jumped the shark. Like, you're just fucking over it. So we did our sailor send-off. No one clapped. They all just kind of looked at us. We sit down, and I say, all right, we do have to address it. We've lost the crowd, but we want to win them back. The whole thing's like a bit. Yeah. But like, there's like a lot of comments. Oh, like, a lot. Thinking like I was talking about like losing the, the our the YouTube viewers. viewers crowd and like needing to win them back, which is so genuine that I felt bad correcting them. But I was like, no, guys, like that yeah. was about no one clapped for <laughs> it. was yeah. funny. I was like, we're good. <laughs> we're, yeah. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> I don't they were like going on theories like, yeah, they're getting less views. Or why, why do you think people aren't watching anymore? I, was like, I don't know. YouTube pushes longer things. And we did kill some with the, the watch yeah. time, but I was cracking me up. And I was, at first I was like, what are they talking about? Like, what, are, what are they, what are these comments about that? We lost the crowd. And then I watched and I was like, Oh yeah. Sometimes some jokes fall flat. I did not realize that me saying, when I had to do the sailor send off in the be- very beginning, I said something like, I like, this is not like what I like to do. Yeah. Scream. And yeah. now it just was left in. I was yeah. Like, yeah. It's funny. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also one last secret, uh, game show network reached out and they're like, you have to take down the latest baggage video. Oh, no. You said the, the woman's full name. You got that from the metadata and you know, we have to protect our condition. You can't share full names. We're like, oh shit, did we? Like, okay, okay. So we like made it private, and then I said the name Sarah Ryan, and Zach checked. Not even the contest. I just made up a name. Yeah, made it up. I was like, what's her name again? Sarah Ryan. That's what I say. Yeah, it's just made up. Yeah, it is my fault because people, like our own audience, probably doesn't know I made that up because it's like a nothing makeup. It's like a joke for, I guess if you'd know that I'm just saying like, it was Sarah Ryan, right? Then like you would understand I'm joking. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if they responded yet, but we were like, no, he just made up a name. Did you guys check? They didn't, I guess. Yeah. Because they know they have the names. Mm-hmm. And it was at the end of the episode. Like, and it's I, it's so, so small that I say that. Mm-hmm. They must be watching them close. I think they hate that they sold them to us. <laughs> I do. I think they were like, they're like, hey, they like regret it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because like, they're like watching us so close. Should I just make up names for everyone now? Mm-hmm. Joe Williams. Stinks. Hate that guy. We're not allowed to disparage them, which is fair. Right. We're not like, that's one of the rules that the deal with, Game show. We're not allowed to disparage a contestant. We can make fun of them and mock them, and blah blah blah. But we can't disparage them. And like, yeah, dude. Like, obviously, one of the episodes. 
Dan Rourke titles them and edits them. He put, made the title. This contestant's a serial killer. <laughs> I was I saw it luckily like as soon as it dropped and I was like, like changed it. Yeah. Oh, like, oh shit. That's like it's very disparaging. That's so funny. In the title too, not even like we said it. it was like scrambled. I'm like fuck. God. All right. Hey, that's the show. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you later. This is Blake Mills. 